This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome to another episode of Worth Your Time Podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and I'm excited today to be talking with Michelle Cowan from MOPS, that is Mothers of Preschoolers Ministry. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Michelle. Thanks, Erica. Thrilled to be here. Yeah. Um, so let's get started by telling us, I guess, uh, how long have you worked for MOPS? What is your job title? What do you do for them? And then I'll kind of mm-hmm. go from there. Awesome. I actually started with MOPS this year, right around the COVID pandemic craziness starting. So April the 1st this year, and I'm our director of church partnership. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, so what, what exactly do you do in that role? Yeah, I love what I get to do. I have the opportunity to chat with ministry leaders all the time. My team works specifically in connecting with churches and helping them start new MOPS groups, just getting to share the mission of what we do at MOPS every day. So talking with lots of pastors, women's ministry leaders, and just getting to connect with other organizations around the country. So did you have a personal history with MOPS or how did you end up applying for that job? Yeah, crazy story. But in short, uh, I have a business in back or business background in business. And um, my, my degree was in social work. And so I've just for years been looking for a way to, to marry being able to help uh, nonprofits and management and also being able to just share the love of Jesus with people. And that's through a weird, crazy string of events was able to get connected with MOPS. But I do have a background in, in, of MOPS or with MOPS because my mom uh, was a part of a MOPS ministry and have seen the ministry um, in churches that I've been involved with over the years. So, yeah. Okay. So how many, I guess, what's the total number of women that are involved in the program now? Yeah, you know, usually we are just around 100,000 moms that are involved with MOPS. And just the other day, we crossed over 70 countries. So MOPS is currently in 70 countries around the world. And a lot of people don't know that sometimes. So it's really fun for us to be able to share that there's moms at all hours of the day, 24, 24-7 that are meeting with one another. And that's really, it's exciting. It's encouraging. So I know you've probably heard this story a million times, but could you give us a little background on what is the history? How did the, how did you guys get started? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So MOP started in 1973. It's amazing. We're just about 50 years old. And it was a group of eight moms in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, that were just looking for a unique way to care for their neighbors, to get to know their neighbors, and a safe way to be able to invite moms into a local church setting. So they were looking for community amongst themselves and also a way to just love moms in their neighborhood. Um, Lots of friends that had little kiddos, and they wanted just a way to connect with other moms. So they started meeting together in a living room and just very slowly mop over time evolved into what it is today that is just existing to empower moms and equip them and encourage them um, as women and leaders and in partnership with the local church. So our founders are still around and they will from time to time come and chat with us. They're just amazing ladies. So 
super 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 thankful for just the heritage that they built over the years. Yeah, that's pretty cool to think. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would never think, you know, some a small idea just of a group of small moms like would become this global uh yes. this global organization which has reached so many people. Mm -hmm. It's so funny to think back because I'm sure, you know, they had no idea just the seeds that they were planting and what God can grow when you just sort of put yourself out there and go for it and so what started super small with them has just turned into this international organization that reaches lots of moms. Pretty cool. Yeah, I've been sort of involved on and off. I, I started going to MOPS when my son was actually really small. He was only like four months old. <laughs> and oh. um, yeah, so it was it was new to me, but I, I absolutely loved having that, just knowing that I could go there. I think it was every other week um, that I could mm -hmm. go there every other week and having, we always had breakfast. So that was always a good thing. Um, yes. <laughs> the homemade breakfast, yes. lots of egg casseroles. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so just to be able to go there and there's always childcare and being able to just like sit and talk to other moms mm -hmm. and just feel like, Oh, there's something. And actually last year before COVID, I had actually joined two different groups because oh, wow. I wanted to go every week. I wanted in there every other week. So I joined yeah. one that was one week and one that was another week. I love <laughs> so it. That's awesome. I was double dipping in mops, but, um, but it was on, honestly, it was very short lived though, because it was right before COVID. So I only yeah. got to go a few times, mm -hmm. but I really, um, just loved having it there. And one thing that surprised me about it was you know, I had, we, I hung out with a few of the moms outside of the, the regular meetings. We would just have play dates. And mm -hmm. I remember one day we were sitting there and somehow the conversation of church came up and I was the only one in the room that actually went to church. And I was really surprised by that. I was like, Oh, I was just in my head, assuming like that probably most of the people there were regular churchgoers. Yeah. And I started to realize that MOPS is really reaching a lot of moms who are either unchurched or de-churched or maybe not even Christians, but like mm -hmm. just looking for that community. So can you talk a little bit about that aspect of the ministry and, and what yeah. the mindset is behind that? Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it is really interesting because one of the reasons we exist is to connect moms back to the local church, but we're very specific in our language and in how we train our leaders we want to be welcoming for all moms. We want any mom to feel comfortable to walk into a meeting. And we know that through the materials that she meets and the fact that we're partnering with a local church so that she's going to hear about Jesus at some point. So that's super important for us. But we also want to make sure that anybody could invite their neighbor. Anyone could invite a mom that's not currently in a relationship with Jesus. They're not currently uh, attending a local church. So we're really specific to make sure that everyone feels welcome. Um, but ultimately, we do want everybody to be able to find discipleship in a local church and to connect with other moms. And we've seen time and time again how that happens organically when moms get into relationship with one another and do exactly what you just said. They show up and there's coffee. It's a relaxed setting. Someone is going to hold your baby so that you can have just a hot second to, to realize what you're doing and, and just kind of take it all in and breathe for a minute. And we know through all of that and just creating space that moms are going to have the opportunity to know Jesus and to step into that. Um, so it is interesting. I think in the life of a mops group, you get women that are in different places in their journeys 
at any given time. And so it sounds like that's something that you experienced um, in mm-hmm. your group that just moms in, in different points of their journey. But yeah, no, I just, I love that because one of my passions is, is you know, is the local church personally, mm-hmm. I like write about that. And I just think it's so important. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I love that sense of outreach where it's not, you know, you're not, it's not explicitly like, oh, this is a church thing, you know, but it's yeah. just a place where people come and they can hear the gospel and they can, you know, maybe hear something that they wouldn't hear otherwise, but it's not mm-hmm. pushy and it's not anything that's overwhelming or, you know, maybe going to turn someone off that's maybe new to faith. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just love that. And it seems like you're really reaching a demographic that would be really hard to reach any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important to us as well. And I think especially in, in a world where moms can be so divided and there's so many different ideas about motherhood and working, not working. How do you raise your kid? How do you not raise your kid? That just being able to create that safe space is I think important in the life of a mom, just because of what we experience culturally. And that the church should be a safe landing place. It should be a soft landing place for people in the community to know that they can find rest and connection and community with other moms. So that's really important to us. Yeah. And I think the affiliation with, with the church, even though it's like, you don't have to go to that church, obviously to Mm -hmm. go to to a mob's meeting, it's kind of like, um, like you're saying, like a safe place, like maybe then someone feels like, Oh, like I go to this church for mops. Like maybe there's someone there I could talk to, or Mm -hmm. maybe that's where I should go for Easter or Christmas service. And so there's like all these different, um, you sort of roads to potentially, you know, expanding their faith or learning something mm-hmm. new um, that are sort of built into the whole thing, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, you said they're across the world, across the country. Are all the meetings like similar or does everyone sort of do their own thing or how does that work? Yeah, great question. So every year we develop a theme for, for the year and there's a lot of prayer that goes into this, a lot of just really digging in and, and seeking the Lord. Our CEO, Mandy, is just so amazing at just really diving into what she feels like the Lord has for us as an organization and, and for moms in the next year. And so we provide, we call it curriculum, but really it's meeting plans. So we give moms like a plug and play way for them to lead a group of moms through a Bible study, through devotionals. Um, but oftentimes our groups do have autonomy to add different elements. So we have a lot of groups that will do crafts with one another. They'll have a potluck type of a night. Um, they really can structure it however they want, but the base and the foundation is designed to take moms through a guided series of meetings over a calendar year. Um, we usually follow a school year calendar, but groups even kind of mix it up with that and throw in some holiday meetings, all of that kind of good stuff. But, yeah. 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 I, I, I did like a Christmas caroling one year at a oh, yeah. home and they used to have bonfire nights and things like that. So really, yeah. really good stuff. Um, so when you guys are, so what is the theme for this year? I'm not allowed to share oh. the theme for this year. Oh. Well, for this coming year, but I'll tell you what, what we're going through right now. And okay. Yeah. 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 Great though. Cause we are about to every April we announce the new theme. So right oh, now okay. everyone's like waiting for the drum roll for drum roll for it to get going. Yes. Yes. So, Stay tuned for that. But I will. Um, this last year, our theme was Decide to Rise. And mm-hmm. it's based out of Judges 5, talking about Deborah and how she arose um, in Israel as a judge and um, just how God specifically called her um, as a woman and as a mother uh, during a time in the life of Israel that was really important. 
So uh, mm-hmm. we that was our, our overall theme. And then we also introduced what we call tenants. And we have three of those. And this last year, it was really interesting that it was during the year of COVID. Um, and the tenants were be strong, do your work, and chase joy. Hmm. And there were there were a lot of very practical ways to apply that. Those three ideas over the last year. Um, but we, we have scriptural backing to all of those. And then we work them in throughout the year through our magazine, through all of the digital content that we produce through just a lot of different ways where we want to call moms to consider those ideas, both collectively in context of their group and also for them individually. So let's talk about COVID because obviously things, I mean, if Let's anyone, do. well, I guess, I guess mothers of preschoolers and babies, but also mothers of elementary kids. I mean, all yeah. mothers had it really yes. tough in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some of the, you know, the whole, one of the reasons people love, love mops is getting out of the house and doing, you know, meeting up with people. And so that yeah. whole side of it got collapsed. So yep. talk about how did you guys adapt to the COVID mm-hmm. world? Well, golly, wasn't it a year for everybody? Um, You know, there were so many ways that we were encouraged by watching Mops Moms and what they did and the creativity that they just infused their groups with. Just seeing moms recognize what was going on, see what other moms were struggling with in their community, and then just rise to the challenge of how can we virtually still meet? How can we still love moms in our neighborhood when we're not supposed to be around one another? And mops historically, we do lots of things, but mops historically is known because of our in-person group gathering. That's what Mm -hmm. people access mops through. And so in a time when you're not supposed to see other people in person or small group gatherings are, you know, the exact thing we're not supposed to be doing right now, we really tried to get creative as an organization. Um, so pretty quickly, we introduced virtual meeting plans. So we moved all of our in-person meeting plans, gave moms tools for how can you meet online when everybody has Zoom fatigue, we're all only virtual. How can you do that in a way that's still meaningful and still fosters connection with one another? And we found that moms, even if it was virtual only, they need one another. And even more so now, maybe when we're, homeschooling our kids all of a sudden when we never really set out to be homeschoolers and just the anxiety that comes along with not knowing really what's going on or what's going to happen next over the last year. Um, So we introduced virtual meeting plans. We also had uh, the biggest MOPS meeting ever, but we had uh, some different digital online events called the Comeback Tour. And we just found that moms needed a collective thing to gather around and to link arms around. So we've been doing music and encouragement, having speakers on there. Uh, We have another one coming up on April the 7th. So we've continued to do them because moms have loved them so much. And then the last thing that we introduced was something called Mama Meetups. And they're online communities for women. They're designed to be small groups, about eight to 10 women. And what we found with these groups is we had moms that wanted to connect over something that was specific to their journey. So moms that are, they are mothers of kiddos with special needs, wanted to connect with other moms that have kiddos with special needs. Moms that are from blended families wanted to connect with other moms that have journeyed that as well. So we found during the pandemic and beyond that there are moms wanting to connect about like, we need to get to it right now. There's no time for fluff. We're dealing with a lot during the time of COVID 
And mom's just hungry to connect with anybody that can point them back to Jesus and be in a, a source of encouragement during this season. So we launched those during COVID as well. And it's been so encouraging to watch moms just hop on and connect with one another in that way as well. Yeah, that's so you guys didn't have sort of the topical groups before COVID. No, we didn't. You know, it's something we've talked about for a long time. And then this year, we just said, you know, now's the time. This is that's, exactly what, what we need to do right now. Yeah, that's so important because you're right. Like sometimes it's like, if, especially at an in-person meeting, if you're new, like it could take mm-hmm. you months to actually decide you want to share something yeah. personal with someone at your table. Mm-hmm. And so to enter a group where, you know, like, oh, you both have kids with Down syndrome or with a disability or autism or whatever. um, And to know that you're immediately in a safe space and like Mm -hmm. you can get vulnerable really fast. I can see how important that would be. And just like, hopefully I'm sure you're probably going to continue those even as meetings begin to to come back. Now, have you Mm -hmm. started meeting in person again yet? Or does it depend on where people live? You know, it really depends on where people live. And since most of the groups are connected with their local church, a lot of them are just dependent upon like what the church is comfortable doing and what they're opening their building to right now. But we are seeing moms starting to meet more and more in person and moms excited to be able to meet again after not having met for an entire year or being on Zoom. Um, So I think everybody's slowly creeping toward wanting to be in person again and just hungry for it, hungry to, to sit in a room with the casserole and the cup of coffee and just <laughs> anything at all, right? So we are seeing moms start to meet again in person, still a lot virtually, but we're encouraging groups as well to keep that virtual component because mm-hmm. I think there's some moms where it, it became more accessible to anybody um, by having that virtual element. We had some groups that switched from meeting during the day to meeting at night. And now a lot of, a lot more working moms can access those meetings where maybe it wasn't possible for them to go to a meeting on a Wednesday at 9 a.m. So we've seen God shift around some things in some really big ways and it's super encouraging. So I'm excited for this next year to just see what does it look like after we've all experienced this collectively to get back together and, and how do we navigate that with one another? It'll be good. Yeah. It's interesting because I mean, obviously everyone, everything and everyone has been shifted because of COVID, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to church, uh, you know, that's sort of like the one area where people are like, well, what's going to happen? Like, cause church was so affected by this and, um, you know, we're all going, well, what's going to happen. But like you were saying, like, I really think that God is doing something really major that we may not be able to fully you know, see the whole thing right now. But, um, you know, they say that people come to faith or start thinking more seriously about those things in times of transition and tragedy. And there's Mm -hmm. another T that I'm forgetting. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, transition, tragedy, trauma, all those things, like those have all happened. Yeah. And so I really think that COVID is going to actually, you know, kind of get people back on to a place where they're seeking God and they're seeking Mm -hmm something like more meaningful in their lives. And so, mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that's what happens. And it sounds like you guys are seeing that and, and hoping that that's also what happens. So that's really, yeah. really cool to see. I um, mean, especially yeah. moms, just these, this specific group that I feel like mm-hmm. was more, um, burdened maybe than, yes. than many other demographics of people in the past year. Yes. Yeah. We're really encouraging our leaders of groups to be ready for moms and encouraging our pastors to 
to let the community around them know about the mops group because I think moms are going to be really hungry for that. And mm-hmm. uh, we've been joking around. It's almost like a bear coming out of hibernation. Like they're just ravenous whenever they've been <laughs> just in that crazy time. Right. And so I think moms are going to mirror that as well. Just hungry for community, hungry to meet other moms, hungry to just talk about what the last year has been from the mom perspective, because we've all, for all the things that divide moms, we've all been just, the playing ground has been, or playing field, if you will, has been leveled <laughs> because playing ground, playground is what <laughs> playground. comes to mind. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, the playing field has been leveled because we've all just gone through this collective experience that has been traumatic, like you said, in a lot of ways. And so we're just, we're confident and expectant that moms are going to be ready to connect again. Yeah. I know when I haven't like been around other friends or moms for a long time, whenever we get in person, I just like talk so much. Like I've been talking, I just am talking, talking, talking. And and so I think a lot of people will be that way. And you're right. That, that sense of, um, we all have something in common, like literally, even if you feel like you have nothing else in common, you can talk about COVID, you can talk about raising kids in COVID Mm -hmm. and coping strategies and all of these things. So that's really a great uh, you know, kind of a promising thing Mm -hmm. for, for, for community to get kind of kicked off the right way going into this next year. Um, Mm -hmm. do you have any particular stories? Like I always like to hear like individual stories of maybe a mom that you know of that has been changed or, you know, touched by the mops ministry. Is there anything you could share with us in that way? Yeah. You know, I think mostly in general, one of the things that I love during our staff meetings as we have something called mop stories. So we invite moms to send in their stories to us as an organization. And I'm always encouraged by how moms uh, respond to that and the stories that we've been able to read and the ways that we've been able to just hear how God is working all the time across the country when like, we're not doing it. We're uh, helping facilitate getting these things going, but it's the women and and the moms in the local church that are doing that, right? And I think one of the stories that stuck out to me that we heard in one of our staff meetings was a mom talking about coming to a mops group. And it cracks me up because I can envision myself doing this as well. But she had decided to go to a mops group for the first time. She had kind of like worked up the courage, been invited by some neighbors. And then of course, like the car doesn't start. She can't get the car to start. She's gotten the baby already. The baby's fed, all that good stuff. And she just sort of threw her hands up and said, you know, I'm not, this is not meant to be all of that. And she just at the last minute kind of said, no, we're going to do this. And I think every mom can relate to that, right? Where we like look within and go, I'm going to do the thing. Called an Uber, got in an Uber with her tiny two month old baby and made it to a mop group. Oh my gosh. Yep. And now to this day, that's where she found Jesus was at a mom's group. And she just was so hungry for that connection. And her and her husband, and they have two kiddos now, are connected to the local church. They met Jesus there together. She's one of the leaders in the mom's group. And it's so simple, but we think about a brand new mom, and she just needed some place to go. And she had moms in her neighborhood that invited her a few times, and she finally just made it happen. And God met her there. It's a simple story, but I just love that because as moms, we always have something that comes up. There's always the kids sitting up. There's always the something that happens. And Mm so um, I just love getting to hear the stories of how moms, like they made it and God was faithful to meet them there in that space. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, for anyone listening, just 
you just got to do it. You got to be proactive, mm-hmm. even when it's uncomfortable and even when it's hard and kind of look at the bigger picture of, you know, what do you want and, and mm-hmm. make that happen. And I think that's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask about the magazine. I get the magazine every month and I always love it and it's so beautiful. So how do you yes. guys plan the magazine and find the writers and all of that? Yes. Our team that works on the magazine is amazing. We have an incredible marketing team um, and we structure it based around the theme and the tenets of our theme. Um, But really we try to make an effort that every mom can be represented in the magazine. That this is something where uh, there's, there's content that's written for somebody who's in a place of grief and there's content that's written for somebody that's in a place of joy and there's recipes and practical tools, which is really, really fun. But we invite our moms to send in submissions, which is one of my favorite things. So the moms that are moms out in the country, all over the world, are ones that are submitting pieces. And we also have different writers that are on staff, different writers that we've used um, that just, we feel like God has given them a unique way of communicating to, to moms specifically. And I think one of the beautiful things about the magazine is it's just a way for us to highlight and spotlight the gifts that God has given moms to write and to honestly share their stories. And that's one of the things I love about the magazine is it's not full of fluff. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's honest writing by moms in the place that they're at. And there's enough like fluff out in the world. And so I'm just thankful that we can share the message of Jesus and also share real life. This is what motherhood actually looks like if we're, you know, kind of down in the trenches with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're actually working on our August magazine right now. So there's lots of planning that goes into it and they, they start ahead of time, but we really like to give it space to develop and space for God to really lean into, uh, or us to lean into what God wants us to say through those magazines, but they're beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it is beautiful. It has lots of good stuff in it. And I, it is definitely a step away from your normal you know, parenting magazine, which does have mm-hmm. a lot of fluff in it, a lot of like hacks and things like that. Not yeah. that hacks are bad, but no. like sometimes you want something a little more deep than that. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right. So when will you guys be announcing the theme for the year then? Yes. I'm super excited about this. I've had to be careful because I just want to tell everyone what it is. So we are having um, what I mentioned earlier, the comeback tour and we are announcing our theme on our next comeback tour, which is at, on April the 7th, on Wednesday, okay. April the 7th at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. So moms can hop on to our Facebook page. They can watch it on YouTube live. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. Bob Goff is going to be on there with us and Mandy, oh. our CEO, and we're going to have some fun music. It's going to be going to be a good time. You know, it's but. fun if Bob Goff is there. You know, we thought, <laughs> hey, we who do we need for fun? And we thought we need Bob. So yes, it's like, how does he know everybody? It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Right? It's like everywhere I look up, like he's there. I'm like, is he more than one person? I don't know how Maybe. he does. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. <laughs> All right, so people can go to the Mops website and sort of. Do you guys have like a zip code finder or something like that? Yeah, for finding a group, absolutely. They can go to our group search page. You can type in your zip code. And tons of groups will pop up. You can search by mile radius and find a group there. If moms are interested in starting a group, they can also go to that page as well. And it'll walk them through how to get started. Um, It's super easy. And if moms aren't sure, they can just shoot us a note through the website as well. And just chat with what does it look like to be in a mops group and what's this all about. And that's the joy of what we get to do is talk to moms all the time and, and help them get started on whatever their journey is with moms. So 
we'd love yes, to do that. Definitely. All right. Mm-hmm. One last question that I didn't prep you for. So if you don't have an answer, no worries. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> have you read any good books lately that you could recommend? Oh, I know I it's read? hard. I forgot to mention it though. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I'm like a chronic book reader right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the funny thing about motherhood, right? I used to just absorb so much content as quickly as possible. Now I just chip away at all of these things (laughs) a little bit at a time. So I have been reading Michelle Obama's um, book lately. I've been chipping away at that. Um, And I've also been reading, um, it's a book called Pachinko. And Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's just a great kind of fictional novel. Um, Those are the two I've been chipping away at lately. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've read the Michelle Obama book and it's very good. So I yeah. highly recommend. <laughs> okay, great. I'm enjoying it. Maybe I'll keep chipping away. Keep slowly, chipping away at, with a little in the cracks. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Erica. This was great. This episode was brought to you in part by United We Pray. United We Pray is a podcast devoted to praying and thinking about racial strife, especially between Christians. Come join us in praying for the unity of God's people.